Donda, 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 and we are live. How's it going, guys? It's me, Brandon Matula. Matula, and I'm Thomas Hicks. Um, episode nine of Hot This Week, and it is the hottest week since starting the podcast. Uh, elephant in the room. We all know it. Donda released finally. Oh, praise Jesus. I mean, <laughs> only only took forever. Uh, but that I mean, in our very 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 first episode, we were talking about Donda, and like, oh, when is he gonna drop? It's probably gonna drop this weekend. So it's kind of funny because we've been doing this for a while now. Um, but I there's a lot to be said, and chances are you clicked on this podcast to hear us talk about Donda. Um, so we're not gonna waste your time. We're going to get right on into it, um, but without further ado, Britt and I just want to say thank you. Thank you guys for listening. We had uh, well over a dozen listeners last week, actually double dozen, so hey, Sweet. we're growing. Yes. So I'm really happy with the direction this podcast is going, and we just want to thank you all so much. We're going to try our best to make this better and better every time we do it, mm. so uh Thank you guys for just being patient with us as we've uh, adjusted uh, our podcast so that mm-hmm. you can enjoy it to the fullest. But yep. with that, um, today is our pop culture day. So Tommy will fill you all in with uh, what we'll be talking about today. But for sports, we just have a few things. We just have some thoughts on the fight the other night, a few free agency updates, injury updates, and then a preview of what we'll be doing on Thursday. So oh, yeah. stay tuned for that. But Tommy, without further ado, what do we got going on in the pop culture realm? Oh yeah, huge week, huge, huge, huge week. Uh, obviously Donda. Um, there's some other releases as well, and uh, the music realm. Uh, and then Candyman. If you if you have me on Snapchat, I am obsessing over this movie, and I cannot wait to give you guys uh, my uh, verbal review of that. Um, and there's a lot of news. There's a lot of news and I'm going to try, I'm going to try and be short with it. Um, a lot of movie news, not there's a, there's some music, you know, news here and there, but a lot of the news that's been dropping, that's really big. That's hot this week is uh movie related. So if that's your thing. It's going to be a great week for you. Um, so yeah, we've got the Donda review, Candyman review, some news, and we're going to talk about those. Just kind of give our little tidbits and you know, little, little thoughts on that. And then, uh, Brandon's going to give us our, a uh, little sports updates and uh, give our thoughts on that. And that's going to be another episode in the books, but um, we want to do things a little different. The intro was different. If you've been <laughs> listening, you've noticed uh, because it's Donna this is a big deal. We've, you know, it's Brandon's favorite artist and I, I love Kanye. One of my favorites. Um, and it's, it's an exciting time yes. to be a fan of music. Would you agree, Brandon? Oh, I, yes, I couldn't agree more. There's just a lot of releases. I mean, like, yeah, it's good for, like, the general music listener, but let's talk about you, you know? Like, you're all of your favorite artists, your top three artists mm-hmm. have dropped this year. How yep. does that feel? Like, oh my are gosh. you liking 2021 so far? It's, it's up there with 2016 and 2018 for sure. Mm. Um, and twenty, you know, twenty seven, uh, twenty seventeen, kind of gets swept under the rug a little bit. That was a pretty good year for music too, um, but it's been incredible. Twenty twenty one, pro in I'm I don't want to say that COVID is the reason why it's been incredible. 
because yes, nothing really dropped in 2020, but oh my goodness, like Brockhampton with an out, they're going to drop another album as well uh, this, this year. year or yep. Yep. They're working wow. on uh, album number seven, uh, Kanye, obviously with Donda and then Tyler Crater with call me if you get lost, which is my current album of the year, but I'm, I'm super biased. I, he, I just have such an ear for him. So hard for me to not give that album of the year, but great question, Brendan. Yeah. It's been a crazy year for me. I've, I've loved these albums I just love them more and more as they, uh, as they uh, get older. Um, but Donda, 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 Donda. Um, it dropped Sunday morning, 8 a.m. Uh, at least where I was at. Uh, Donda hey, release. Let's give, before we, yeah, sorry, not to interrupt, but no, no, let's no, give credit where credit's due. Tommy, you did call that it would come in the morning because I Thank remember you. one of the, uh, the first after the first listening party, everybody was so surprised that it didn't drop. And you're like, "Hey, be expecting it in the morning tomorrow." It ended up not being in the morning tomorrow, right. but you were right about it being in the morning. So, thank you. Hey, kudos to you. I appreciate. I love credit. I love receiving credit. So they, I appreciate that uh, tenfold. Um, yeah, Kanye's a Kanye is a uh, morning dropper from what at least since I've been alive and aware uh, with his music, but. Yes, 8 a.m., where we're at, at least here in Texas, Donna drops. The, the world the world goes crazy. The world goes nuts. Everyone and their mamas are listening to Donda. It's insane. Um, there wasn't a single friend of mine that didn't either post it or text me about it or do something Donna-related. Um, it, it, it was a huge day, to say the least, but... What are our thoughts? What's the review? You want to know, do we like it? Do we love it? Do we hate it? What will we rate it? Um, I'm, I'm going to go first here, and then I'm going to kind of alley-oop to Brandon. Because um, I'm, I'm actually really, really excited to get to Brandon because he's – well, actually, I won't even spoil it for you guys. But just know I'm very, very excited to get to him. But, yeah, let me let me go ahead and get started. Uh, not waste any time. I liked Donda. I liked it. I liked it. It was, it was, it was a good album, and listening to it, was a good experience. Um, I mean, let's address the obvious. It's an hour and 49 minutes. It's 10 minutes shorter than the social network. Um, <laughs> it's a lot longer than a lot of movies I like. And it's 27 tracks. A few are, maybe I guess you could say remixes, just like part two, like the same track. Uh, with some Just different a different features. feature. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, which I will get to, but. 27 songs, an hour, 49 minutes. I kind of split it up, uh, nine, nine, and nine. The first nine, middle nine, and the last nine. Um, and here, here's my thought on that. The first nine, I enjoy. I the, the first version of Jail, I enjoyed. God Breathe was fun. Off the Grid was really good. Uh, and Hurricane... <laughs> green, green, green. <laughs> green, green. No, but... but Brandon, her like remember Hurricane? We were talking about that a couple episodes ago. Yep. I, I don't. I'm not gonna say mm. I like it more, but I understand it now mm-hmm. with the context of the album. I'll say that because you guys know I wasn't a huge fan of the way the weekend sounded on the track, uh, but I like it. I like it. Um, let me go ahead and give you guys my favorite tracks from Donda. Mm. Uh, I'm excited to hear this. Hurricane and Moon. Those are the two biggest. Great. Uh, Junior. I love that you like Junior because it's got the Playboy Cardi part where it goes, Go on, Selma! Go on, Selma! 
We just go. <laughs> I was waiting for. I was like, I'm hoping Brandon throws that in there. He did good, but uh, Junior loved it. Jesus Lord Part One. Holy mm. moly! I mean, it, that it's the most Brockhampton sounding Kanye song yeah. I've ever heard. Just seven minutes. Yeah. Of pouring your heart out. Yeah. And you know what I thought when hard. I saw that it was seven minutes? I was like, this is like the gospel version of Runaway. Okay. Okay. I'm with that. That, that was my thought about it because of the length mainly and then the content, obviously. But yeah. Yeah. Um, new. Okay. One of my favorite songs of the albums Flashing Lights Meets Fade. Mm-hmm. New again. Yes, sir. Again. I'm yep. glad that you made that comparison. I thought I was the only one that thought that. Yep. It, it, it was Flashing Lights is my favorite Kanye song of all time. And Fade is not far down there when it comes to my favorite Kanye songs of all time. I really enjoy Fade, despite the criticisms. Mm-hmm. So New Again was fun. Do you like? And, uh, did you like the addition of Chris Brown in that? I I didn't mind it. I mean, I know he's pretty controversial, but I, I was like, okay, it's Chris Brown. He's doing his thing. Cool. You know, like, all right. Um, so I didn't mind it. If that answers your question. Um, and then I love Pure Souls and Jonah. Sure. Great song. Pure Souls and Jonah. Um, one thing I want to note as I'm kind of reviewing and discussing this album, just kind of giving, yeah, letting you guys pick my brain, uh, is that from Jesus Lord, so from track 17 and on, every song is super solid. Like I was hooked with every single track. New Again, Television, Lord I Need You, Pure Souls, Come to Life, No Child Left Behind, especially No Child Left Behind. Um, which is also on there. Some of my favorite tracks. I was hooked. Um, there's some shaky parts in the middle. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, Heaven and Hell, you know, the Dawn to Track, Keep My Spirit Alive was, was pretty good. I'm not not gonna really criticize that. Twenty Four was okay. It was okay. Um, but my favorite track on the album by a landslide is Believe What I Say. Mm. I I believe what I say gives me that. You know, funky vibe, the same vibe from Fade, like I just mentioned. Um, really groovy, really groovy track. Uh, and it's the one that I've been revisiting the most. Believe what I say. Um, what are your thoughts on that one, Brandon? Sounds like you were um, so kind of iffy on it. I, I only listened to the song once, so I need to listen to it a few more times. Obviously, the ones that I really liked were the big name ones you know so i listened to those a lot before the album actually Uh released so yeah i need to listen to that again but i i trust you is there any features that are in it or there is oh man is it vora is it vora because vora's in the album a lot there's like it's it's not but uh vori is his name and i'm I'm, well i'm glad you mentioned that thank you great transition because jacob english I don't. I doubt he's listening to this, but if he is, Jacob English put me on Navori, uh, late, huge fan of his ever since. Very underrated artist. Um, not a lot of music, like solo music that he has. There's a song called Control by him. Incredible track. Great, great winter vibe. Um, big fan of Vori. So seeing him on this album and hopefully him getting that push that he definitely deserves epic that was so so incredible so thank you brandon for bringing that up um because i would have forgotten if, if you would have mentioned that um but yeah those are my highlights from donda my thoughts is that i like it, it it's hard it's it's just so bloated it's hard to, for me to just put on on a drive you know a road trip yes but on a little drive 
I w- it's one of those albums where I would like to listen to the whole thing, but it with certain skips in between great tracks, it makes that difficult. And how do you pick those out when it's two hours long? Yeah. So, you know, to put a bow on it, to put a bow on my thoughts on Donda, really like the album. Uh, I would probably get it like a six and a half or a seven out of 10. Okay. Uh, which is really, you know, it's good. Um, I'm going to be revisiting a lot of tracks. I had a good time with it. And, and it's interesting because Kanye West knows how to make an album. An album. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is an album. You know, Kids See Ghosts, Yay, Graduation, those are albums. Um, so seeing him give us this bloated, bloated track list like this, I'm, I'm interested because I'm like, what are his motives? What, what is he trying to do? Um, is he trying to just throw stuff at a wall and see if it sticks? Mm-hmm. Which is a little lazy, but that's not Kanye, though. He has Every song has a purpose, even if I don't like it. I know that it has a purpose being on the album. Yeah. Um, so I am a little conflicted on that. I, I think my thoughts could potentially change on this album, but you know, having listened to it all day yesterday and today, I'm enjoying it. I'm going to revisit a lot of tracks. I'm going to add them to uh, a, lot, a pretty good majority of them to my playlist. I'm liking this thing. I'm giving a six and a half to a seven out of ten. Um, liking it a lot. You know, the Donna chant at the beginning threw me off, and I'm like, that this is so stupid. But then I'm like, wait, this is exactly what Kanye wants. Like he is, he's going to do exactly what you don't think he will. Yeah, so it was very good. true. Yeah, it, especially it was with bringing on Marilyn Manson in that last show. That last. So is uh, he on the album? I do not think he is. I think he produced, yeah. helped produce Jail Part okay. Two, but no, I don't think he is. But he, like, I think Kanye's goal in that, looking back, because I was kind of shaken up because I, I, I myself am a Christian and Marilyn right. Manson is a Satanist, so like that kind of shook me weird but i just knowing kanye i just know he was just trying to make a point and he was just trying to which i'll get to in my review but i think yeah. he was just like tommy said just doing the unexpected yep i absolutely uh it, it was such a kanye thing to do so you know yeah I, I appreciated uh his his boldness on the album um last two things i'll say is one um this album reminds me a lot of Flower Boy because you don't hear a whole lot of Kanye on the album. You hear a whole lot of features. You know, yep. it's like Kanye was like, I'm going to make these awesome gospel epics, like tracks and instrumentals, and I want you guys to come do your part. Um, yep. So it was interesting. A lot like I, the features are just stacked, they're so heavy. Mm. Um, so yeah, it was like Kanye was really letting other people shine and do their thing. And I like that. Second thing, last, very last thing that I'm going to alley up to Brandon. If you know me, you know I h- hate a strong word, but I seriously dislike baby. I seriously dislike baby. I think he offers nothing to the rap. I think he's he's boring, he's bland, and he's unoriginal. baby on Joe Part 2 might be my favorite verse on the entire record. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> They, that might be my folks, favorite folks if you do not know tommy <laughs> like you gotta know that this is huge right now that tommy's <laughs> saying that he liked the baby verse oh my <laughs> goodness i i just i have to give credit credit where credit is due you know i i, I see a lot of potential to baby and he wastes it with every album and every track but when he was just spinning is doing his darn thing to an instrumental that was bold um it probably one of, if not the highlight of the album for me. So 
love that. He went absolutely off. I want to see that more. And uh, those are my thoughts on the album. You know, those, are, those are my little thoughts and discussions of the album. I'm enjoying this thing. I'm liking it. I'm going to be returning to it. And that is that, at least for me. But um, to transition over to Brandon. Brandon, this is the I was I've been meaning to ask you this since it dropped, and mm-hmm. I'm very 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 excited to see what you have to say because you did listen to quote unquote the album, you know what was what was in it uh, yeah. before it dropped. So Brandon, how many songs um, would you say were the the you know album that you listened to before it dropped? Like okay. how how many songs were on that compared to the ones that actually dropped in this official release? So the biggest change so that i'm gonna point out two changes that i saw so i listened to the first watch party i didn't really listen to it i got the mp3 files yes from each individual song so the two biggest changes i saw was praise god and hurricane oh okay so the weekend was not in hurricane the first time it was just little baby and kanye and it had i'm sorry like, I know Kanye likes to be different and everything, but it's, I'm sorry, it was terrible. Wow. Terrible. And if you remember on Kanye's Instagram, he had a, he had a uh, promo for Yandi. Yes. That was about to come out. And it was like the same thing. It's the same lyrics. It's like, any degrees. But it sounds like really, really weird and eerie. Like a seesaw. I would compare it to a seesaw trying to sing. Like, it was very Ooh. strange. Oh, if God. you could find it, it's strange. And then Kanye changed it up and put the weekend in it and as soon as i heard that in the second watch party i was like my goodness this is beautiful i don't care like what people think about the weekend this is absolutely incredible i loved it and then praise god um um he i actually like the second version better it was more uh this just to clarify the second version as in the version that like officially dropped no, the second version that came out in the second listening okay. party. I got you. It okay. sounded better. I, I really liked it better because at the beginning, it just had a harder beat. And it just like it was good to bump with at the be- beginning. So I like that. And then uh, that's it from there. But one thing that I noticed is that he took out all the cuss words. Yes, all I love that. Words, which I love because that makes that makes it even more listenable. It makes kids at summer camps able to listen to these songs you know so like that dances and stuff exactly and the thing is like for these young artists that if you're a young artist and you're listening to this and you're making music there is literally no downside to making your music clean like not clean you can the subject matter can be the same whatever but like as for for word choice there is no downside to making your music clean there's there are so many upsides to it um yep and it's not hard to do it's not hard to replace cuss words with different words. And I, I I will always, like, regardless of my religious beliefs, take that aside. I will always be a f- encourage that because there's yeah. always an upside to that. And uh, you'll, you'll find a lot more listeners because they'll be like, okay, you know, no harm, no harm, no harm, no, ha- no foul in uh, listening to this. But yeah, sorry, Brandon. Just want to bring yeah. that out. Oh, you're good. Oh, no, I love that tidbit. Thank you. Uh, yeah. But uh, just going through and through, uh, those were the biggest inferences that I saw. Okay. And I love that he included the part twos and the like the alternate versions. So were so, there twenty seven tracks on the version that you listened to? No, it, it was more like twenty three. Okay, it was twenty three, but like he would re release like not re release it, but like one show he did uh, jail part uh, jail part one with the one that we know with yes. Jay Z. Jay Z, yeah. And then the last one he did jail, 
and it was uh, with the baby, you know. Okay. Okay. So yes, so that's uh, yeah, that's what I'm. So it yeah, pretty much stayed the same, is what you're saying. Yeah, it stayed okay, the same, cool. but like he 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 remains consistent. But like, okay, cool. The biggest change though I saw was from one the first show to the second show. That's the biggest right. change. Yes. But I could tell at the end of the second show, like listening to some of them, I could tell they weren't complete. And now, mm-hmm. obviously, they are. But uh, yeah. just to go through, like my favorite songs, all the ones Tommy mentioned: "Jail," "God Breathed," "Off the Grid," "Hurricane," the first nine. I think the first nine slap. Really? Okay, that's interesting. Okay, that's where excluding, I have the most problems. Excluding Donda Chant. <laughs> but uh, all, the first nine, I, I think every single one of them snap, slaps. Okay. And then uh, and then the next nine, I agree eh, with you there, Tommy. Yeah. It doesn't, they don't hit as hard. Remote Control might be the best song on the album. That's almost like, Travis, right? Correct. Uh, or remote is that... Control, no. I, I don't know. Oh, Praise God is with uh, Tra- Travis okay. Scott. Okay. Re- remote good. controls. It's one that goes on remote control. Oh, that, it's that got the, the glob go glob glob at the yes. end. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Dude, we that. freaking loved that back in school. Oh, my God. Oh, my that was... goodness. That was interesting oh. to hear. And it's fun for us <laughs> like to know the joke with it. But uh, yeah. then I like the Kobe. Um, interesting. Okay. Uh, no, not the Kobe. I like the Kobe, uh, mo- not montage, but a tribute song, 24. Yeah. So that was cool because Donde, uh, not Donde, Kanye had a connection with Kobe. So that was cool for him to release yeah. a song because this is the first album Kanye's released since Kobe's death. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Holy moly, you're right. Yeah. So and then, OK, and then the last nine, I agree with you there from 18 to... 23 i really cut the album at 23 because it's the at the end it's the same songs just yeah. different features good point but the last nine i love the Holy last moly, nine yeah and the best song on this album is lord i need you okay, okay. it is it's got this uh sunday service choir that he helped build and what was the catalyst for his jesus is king album it is so beautiful it's a song about I think that we've talked about this on a uh, different episode, but it's about his relationship with Kim oh, and right. God. And it's about like God just uh, being there and just uh, being there for him. And like, Lord, like I need you, you know? Yeah. And the best lyric in there is, I think it goes, uh, uh, But you still here, or but you came here tonight to show that you're still in love with me. Oh no, 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 no! Yes. Here it is. Here it is. It's yes. uh, life or time and space is a luxury. Talking about time being away from Kim, space. But you came here to show that you're still in love with me. I was like, oh my god! Do you think that was written because he, uh, she went this, to the first party, right? The yes, first listening party. And, yes, and that song did not debut in the first wow. listening party. So, yep. Uh, uh, so, yeah, you did that. And you saw that they walked off and held hands at the end of the third one. Yeah. So, hey, maybe that lyric worked on her. Who knows? But I think it's beautiful. Pure Souls is amazing, too. Roddy Rich is so good in it. Oh, so good. Really shows his full potential. And then, uh, and then just another highlight I like to mention is Hurricane, the, the one with uh, 
the weekend in little baby. And honestly, this is one of my favorite Kanye uh, lines in the entire album. He goes, uh, um, basically, he says, I don't judge rentals. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody hurts. Everybody hurts. But I don't judge rentals. So I was Mm -hmm. like, I've, I've heard this song so many times since he originally released it, even in the first listening party. Right. And I was like, what does he mean by that? And it finally hit me yesterday what he meant by that. So if you think about us as like uh, here being like, depending on what you believe, your own religious beliefs, but in mine, like in my relationship with Jesus Christ, we're told that uh, like that our bodies are temporary and we only, we're only here for a certain amount of time. And then our spirit yeah. goes on to live forever. Right. That's what we're taught. So that's what Kanye is talking about here. Everybody hurts. Like everybody like does hurt or gets hurt, but I don't judge rentals. Meaning like, I don't judge your rental right now. Right now. I don't, ju- I don't judge things you've done with your rental car. You yeah. know, it matters what your spirit is about and what you do at the end of the day. So I thought that was a great verse. It's just a great verse about forgiveness and just, uh, all that and it's just taking the higher road, you know, especially with all this Drake controversy. I know he's been a little petty with that, but like at the end of the day, he said that and I think he meant that. And maybe mm-hmm. that was alluding a little bit to the Drake drama, who knows? But through and through, this album was worth the wait. Like after listening to the first listening party, like honestly, I would have rated the album like five and a half out of ten. Wow. And that was in that and that release party was literally a year after Kanye said he was gonna release it, you know. So imagine how much worse, or not, I wouldn't say worse, but how much it wouldn't be as good, you know. But right. man, I love this because I think it's a Tommy, you can agree or disagree with this, but I think it's a perfect combination of Jesus is King and Jesus. Okay, because I, I what I'm thinking, and what I or what I was and what I am thinking is that it's a combination between Jesus is King and the life of Pablo. Okay, uh, I can rock with that. I can rock with yeah. that too with the feature. But I see so maybe it, maybe okay maybe a mixture of all three. Yeah, can we get on that? Will, okay. but then, and then you have tracks like uh, the one that sounds like flashing like new. You have you have new again, which yeah. is a little bit of graduation. So yeah, that that sounds yeah that song reminded me just like uh flashing lights maybe maybe it's a little bit of everything which is really sick yeah Yeah. and i love that and i love what kanye's doing uh as a believer myself i've mentioned this before but like he he's said on numerous occasions that he wants to be the next da vinci and michelangelo and the important thing to know about those artists back in the uh renaissance was that they were they were the most influential artists of that time and mm-hmm. all of their work glorified God, yeah. you know, and that's what Kanye wants to do. So he's like, I'm going to get the best producers. I'm going to get the best artists, best singers, and we're going to make songs about God. Yeah. And look what he did. That's exactly what he did. It may have taken him a while. He delayed it. It was a little flaky with the release date, but at the end of the day, he did it. And I'm so proud of him and I'm just so happy and I'm so content with this album. But I will say it is not his best work as far as an album. 
I do feel he was a little bit rushed, even though, yes, he had a year. But almost two years. But uh, this he, album, uh, with I've, what I've he had during a pandemic and just all these things, I think it was a great album. And I would rate it eight out of ten. Okay. With only... I, I, I'd have to go through it just to give you all specifics. But there's only like four simple songs to me on this album. And hey, like if you do 23 divided by 27, that's 85%. Then that's pretty much what my rating is. Near eight, near right. eight out of 10. So that's, that's what my thinking was like in rating this. So yeah, I would give it an eight out of 10. Okay. That yeah, is my Donda review. I love it. Thank you so much for your thoughts. It was, it was, I was so pumped. I've honestly been thinking about it nonstop since yesterday to see what your thoughts were because um, you've kind of had a little bit of a, a head start. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's why I'm like, okay, like, you know. And it stinks too because I would have I loved to just listen to it for the first time in its entirety. But I was just too excited. I was waiting way too long for it. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's cool. Be, well, not cool, but it's interesting because – I have, there's always, you know, there's always haters with Kanye's albums, not haters, but Kanye fans that don't like it, you know, but you usually have to scroll 10, 20 comments for the first one to be like, okay, this is trash, you know, with yay and Jesus and life of Pablo and graduate. I mean, when you look at the comments for those albums, like it's like every, for every 20 comment, there's one that's like, this is trash with, with Donda, I would say every other comment half of the comments are like, this is trash. And the other half is like, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, very mixed, very mixed reviews. So that's also interesting. But yeah, guys, let us know what you think. Like you guys are just as much a part of, a part of this as we are. Um, we want to know your thoughts, your favorite tracks, what you liked, what you didn't like. Um, let us know, you know, DM us or, you know, just send it, shoot us a text or something, and we'll even if shout you out on the next podcast if you'd like. So, um, we appreciate you guys listening to us talk about Kanye. That's For always sure. nice. But, um, all right, well, we're gonna go ahead and get into the Candyman review. I'm gonna keep it brief, but we're doing this is probably the best paced episode we've had thus far, uh, which is interesting because a lot has been said so far. <laughs> we're doing uh, pretty good, um, but Candyman, Candyman. Before yep. this movie came out, I I was like, okay, the trailer's giving me lighthouse vibes. It's giving me vibes of a guy who's going to go insane because of something. And if that's the case, sign me the heck up. Um, I love those movies. You know, The Social Network, I think, is the greatest film of all time. But my current, you know, like favorite movie um, is The Lighthouse. Um, just because you watch Robert Pattinson go start off as a fairly normal guy with some secrets. And he just turns absolutely insane over something in the lighthouse, something pretty simple. Um, also, Nightcrawler. If anyone's seen Nightcrawler with Jake Gyllenhaal, you know, where he's in L.A. and he's filming uh, crime scenes. Starts off as a, a you know, he's, he's a different, he's different, but he's not like completely uh, off his rocker. But he starts to record these crime scenes and it makes him money. And then he starts getting involved in the crime scenes. And he goes completely off his rocker. And Nightcrawler is one of my favorite films of all time. Candyman. Okay. A guy who's, he's, he's an artist. He's a painter, you know, and his girlfriend is the woman of the house. You know, she's 
the house is under her name and I'm assuming the cars and the bills and all that stuff is under her name because the main character um, in Candyman, he, he's a, he's a painter. He's an artist. That's his job. And it doesn't, it, it's hard to make money that way. Um, so, you know, being an artist as your, you know, full-time, you know, profession, you'll, you, you're a little different, you know, you're a little, you're not, you're a li- probably a little off your rocker, but you're, you're not like completely out there, you know? Um, but the idea of Candyman really tickles his brain and he becomes absolutely obsessed with Candyman. He's going out and he's interviewing people who have seen slash talked to Candyman or been, you know, even the slightest association with Candyman. And he's uh, looking up different news articles and he's painting about Candyman and all he can see is Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. And he just goes absolutely nuts with his obsession over Candyman. The same way Robert Pattinson goes nuts with his obsession in the lighthouse and Jake Gyllenhaal with uh, recording crimes and Nightcrawler. It is the exact same vibe. And I love those films. Those are my favorite, 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 favorite films. So Mm. naturally... And this is exciting, but Candyman is the film of the year so far. Wow. Best film of the year so far. I need to. Yeah. You you told me I need to go watch it. Is it on, (laughs) is it available for streaming anywhere or is it just theaters? To my knowledge, it is just theaters. Um, But this is a movie you've got to watch in the theater. I love it. I love that. I love that we're getting back to the theaters. I'm so excited Mm -hmm. for it. Me too. Me too. And it's, it's, you've got to watch it on the biggest screen with the loudest speakers because it is, creepy and you start to go insane with the character and that's the best part about watching these films is you feel something it's like listening to death grips you just start going insane as time goes on so by the end of the movie your brain's all messed up and you just watch something crazy and you feel something and it's so awesome and epic so Candyman, a must-see film you have to see this movie i've seen so much hate about this movie and i just don't get it i don't get it I've seen a lot of praise and a lot of love, but I've seen a lot of hate too. And it's just weird. But please, this film deserves your money. It is the best film of the year. It's a five-star film or an A+, however you want to rate it. Um, And, you know, October is heavy, 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 heavy with big releases, which we'll get to as we get closer to October. But as of right now, Candyman is the film of the year. So that's my Candyman thoughts. Thank you for listening. Go see this film. Uh, just be ready for it mentally. <laughs> um, but yeah, so now I'm going to get into the news. And then after that, Brandon, we'll get into the sports news and then we'll be uh, wrapped up with a pretty good, uh, pretty uh, fair paced episode. I'm very, very happy with, um, for obviously, as you guys can see, we're starting to get our bearings. Yes. Um, <laughs> but big, big, big news. Certified lover boy confirmed for this Thursday, September 3rd. Um, <laughs> you know, Brandon, Brandon's naturally pretty disgusted right now as a Kanye fan. Um, as a music fan, I'm intrigued. The album cover is horrendous. It is so stupid. Like all the pregnant emojis. Um, but Drake, this is the longest Drake has gone without dropping an album. I mean, yeah, he did, you know, whatever care package and the dark take demos, but that, that and scary hours too, but that doesn't count. That does not count. And those are those horrible. are re-releases, correct? Uh, yes. Dark Lane demo tape. Yes, yes, and no. Some songs are new, but they're not good, and that's what matters, really. Um, but yes, t- uh, Care Package was re-released, and Scary Hours too. We had Once in Need. It's a good track, but not really filling every anything else. 
I'm very, 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 very excited to see where Drake goes with this album. Um, because I mean, th- I mean, first of all, let's just think about this year for music, as Brandon was saying. You know, Brockhampton, Kanye West, Tyler Creator, Drake, um, The Weeknd is teething something. Then um, Justin Bieber did he drop this year? He, I believe, Justice came out this year. Yes. Oh, okay. Justice, because I know uh, Changes was last year. Justice was this year. Um, I know I'm forgetting tons of releases, and you don't have to excuse me because there's so many releases every week. But Drake, there is a Drake effect in the music world. If you have Drake on a look at that smiley song, if you have Drake on a track, that track's going number one that week. Drake has so much power in the music industry, and he knows that. Yeah. And the fact that he's taking well, this, this was- much time. This is my thing. Sorry to interrupt. My thing with him is that like, yeah, he has power on music, but he only has it weekly or for weeks. And then you forget about the song, you know, you might play it every now and then and be like, Oh, remember this. And then you don't play it again. You know? So it's Mm -hmm. like, he's got, he's Drake is good in the moment when everybody's hyping him up. But like long-term, I don't think he's that great. That's just my opinion. But I, I will listen to this with an open heart. <laughs> it it's the longest he's. It's just it's it interests me so much because it's the longest he's ever been without dropping an album, and as we know, he's been hitting the studio and going crazy. So I've got high high hopes and high expectations for this album, and I think Drake's going to pull through. We will see. A, a lot of Scorpion hate goes around. I'm a I'm a decent fan of Scorpion. I don't hate it. I don't love it. Um everyone seems to hate more life that might be my favorite drake project um and then every release before that is you know pretty highly priced but we don't know we don't know with this one so yeah certified lover boy september 3rd excited for that and then i'm going to spit this off for you so shang chi comes out this weekend i'm going to be watching that on thursday very excited to get that out to you guys uh next tuesday expect a review Uh, i'm not a huge marvel guy but i am a huge movie guy and i hear it's a great movie so yeah, that's enough alone for me to go out and check it out. And and I'm assuming Brandon, you might, ha- um, you'll be, uh, well, we won't spoil anything, but uh, Brandon might be watching it too. That's all we'll say. Brandon might be watching it too. Sure. Yeah, we'll get uh, that to you Tuesday. Yes. Likely. Yes. We we won't we won't say where and who he's watching it with, but he just might be watching it this weekend. Um, secondly, the Spencer trailer release, which is pretty interesting, the Christian Stewart movie. Um, about the royal family, um, Princess Diana. So very excited because she looks great. She looks great. Um, she fits the role well, at least in the trailer. You know, hard, I haven't seen the movie yet. Very excited. There's a Dennis Rodman movie coming out about his 48-hour madhouse, whatever you want to call it, uh, experience in Vegas. And I'm beyond excited because Dennis Rodman is such a character. So super pumped for that. Uh, there's another Texas Chainsaw movie coming to Netflix in 2021. That's going to be exciting. Cool little horror film. Uh, Jungle Cruise 2 uh, is official. It's coming out, and they are going to start filming pretty soon. So that's also exciting. Uh, Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson are back for another film. It's called Ghosted. So that's going to be exciting to see them come back after uh, you know the long uh, pause with, after Endgame. And last but not least, Baby Keem and Kendrick Lamar are back with a song called Family Ties. A lot of mixed reviews on the song. My review of it, it I do not like – I like baby keem as much as i like the baby so let i'll just let that <laughs> for itself but i don't mind this track as much as you think i would huh. whatever 
whatever. It's a whatever track. Whatever. If it's on, it's on. If it's not, it's not. But whatever. I don't mind it. Um, anyways, that's pop culture. Heck of an episode. Donda, huge movie news, uh, music news as well. Um, but yeah, I, I've it's been such a huge week. And this weekend, you know, we got a lot of big releases. You know, Shang Chi, Certified Lover Boy, and it's I'm assuming next Tuesday is going to be just as crazy. Um, but it's been great. Thank you so much for listening. Um, always a pleasure. And that being said, Brandon, what we got going on in sports? Hello, hello. It is Brandon Matula with your sports coverage this week. Yes. <laughs> but uh, first of all, uh, there was a fight the other day mm-hmm. on Sunday night against Tyron Woodley and Jake Paul. Jake Paul by split decision won. Crazy. I was very upset in Woodley. I feel like Woodley kind of pulled his punches. Like he didn't go as hard as he needed to. He got good shots on Paul, though. But he didn't get heat up when he needed to. But uh, it is what it is. I just want to see Jake Paul get knocked out. I just think he should come. <laughs> just, uh, is it, like, I think he's scared. He's, he won't fight a real boxer. Like, if right. he thinks he's as great as he is, go fight a real boxer, dude. So, Brandon, if you don't mind real quick, is Tyrone Woodley a, a real boxer, or what is he? So, he's so he's in UFC. UFC can include uh, kicking and elbows oh. and all that. Okay. That's like mixed martial arts. That's like okay. you can do anything in UFC. Yeah, There's so a he's not a real rules. boxer. Yeah, so he's not a real boxer, but he did great. For, uh, out of what I've seen, right. I think he's the best UFC-converted boxer I've seen so far. Okay. okay. So, hey, um, maybe there's a future for him there because boxing is a little bit uh, easier on the age <laughs> than right. it is for uh, UFC. Absolutely. But, yeah, but from there, uh, Lakers Monday or uh, I think last week, actually, Memphis cleared waivers on Rajah Rondo. They received him in a trade from the Clippers, send Eric Bledsoe to the Clippers, and they released him. And the Lakers picked him up. So he's back on the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy, um, just a quick thought. Like, yeah. Do you think this helps the Lakers? Do you think he was as big as an asset as people say he was for their championship team? What's your thoughts? Um, I think Rondo's a cool guy. You know, I, There's a lot to be said about Rondo. And I've seen some clips of him that I don't necessarily That's like. Nice. Um, but basketball-wise, does this help? Chemistry-wise, a thousand percent. You know, he's already got the chemistry with the Lakers. Why would it not help? He already knows the plays. He already knows the people. It's fine. Uh, he's getting old, though, and he's clearly not as good as he used to be. Um, so I don't know how much it's going to help them on the floor. But chemistry-wise, yes, good move. Um, solid pickup maybe as a, you know, third you know point guard on the roster. Yep. But, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, I think it's a good move. Uh I think it was about time for the Lakers to move on from Caruso at backup point guard. And uh, they have a solid uh, tough chart of point guards now. They got they got Russell Westbrook, who's a walking triple-double. They got Rajon Rondo, who can, can, who can get double-doubles himself. He's pretty incredible when he passes. And then a great scoring point guard in Kendrick Nunn. Mm-hmm. So uh, just uh, – gosh, that, they're, I wouldn't say they're absolutely stacked, but – this team is looking better on paper than the team that won a championship the other year. So yeah, yeah. we'll have oh, to yeah. see. We'll talk, talk about that in another episode. And some very very sad news. I saw this uh, as I was just hanging out, scrolling through YouTube the other day. 
J.K. Dobbins, mm. starting running back for the Baltimore Ravens, suffered an ACL injury. It, was, it looked like a hyperextension <sighs> injury. Gosh. So there was hope that he didn't tear his ACL, kind of like how Giannis – uh, similarly, like hyperextended his knee, it looks yeah. like he was done for the season. So people thought J.K. Dobbins could have had a chance, but like I love J.K. Dobbins, but he's no Giannis. Giannis has like a humongous ligament <laughs> or uh, ACL, <laughs> so like very hard to tear. J.K. Dobbins not as big as Giannis, but uh, very sad. Man, I, I love this guy. I loved watching him in college at Ohio State. I was even yeah. more elated to see him join the Baltimore Ravens. He really picked things up at the end of the year. But a uh, really tough injury for the Ravens. Uh, Tommy, uh, how do you feel about this as a Ravens fan? Yeah, you guys know this is my team. Uh, it's it's tough. What's comforting is knowing that, you know, we have Lamar. You know, he's a solid runner. Duh. <laughs> more than solid runner. Um, um, but – J.K. Dobbins was a very, very strong piece to the team. Yes. So it's definitely going to impact our team. Um, but Lamar's running skills, it shouldn't shouldn't damage the team too much as far as running plays go. You might have to scrap up a few more. Um, but it's going to really kill the mojo um, and the vibe because he was a big part of the team. However, uh, it's going to give the Ravens a lot more motivation. They're going to go out and do it for Dobbins. And when the when the Ravens are determined, it's a dangerous team. One, yes, one of not the best team in the NFL when they're determined. I mean, they're just crazy. So, um, yeah, really stunk. Yeah, I, see, I honestly think they're the best team in the AFC North this year. Oh yeah, I'll oh, say yeah. it. I think they are, and uh, it'll be fun to watch what happens because that's going to be a jam packed division this year. Mm-hmm. But uh, kind of like last year, they had three playoff teams last year. Yeah, but uh, that crazy. that about wraps it up for sports news this week and just quick thoughts. But uh, one thing I'd like to shout out is we got a big episode coming this Thursday. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we're going to be having a guest all the way from Michigan. Uh, We'll keep it a surprise of who it is. Just give y'all suspense, but uh, he's a college football fanatic. And that's exactly what we need because as y'all know, yes, we know like a few games started this past weekend, but the real week one, of college football starts this weekend. Heck yeah. And we are so, so excited for it. We're going to be giving y'all coverage. Uh, a few episodes ago, we uh, highlighted some big matchups. We'll give score predictions for those. Heisman, candidates, just all of the above. We're yeah. excited. It, this really feels like college football season again. Oh, it yeah. really does. Last year, it didn't feel the same because a lot of teams started late. And there weren't as many games. Not a lot of out-of-conference games. But this is this feels real, and mm-hmm. we're gonna get right into it. And I promise you, uh, Tom, Tommy can make promises for the sport uh, for the pop culture days, but I can make promises for sports days. This will be the best sports episode that we've done. So Ooh, I'm excited. I, I just that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Y'all listen up and listen clear. <laughs> it's gonna be a great episode. I'm excited to get into it. But uh, without further ado, uh, that is it for the sports section. Uh, Tommy, uh, anything you'd like to add uh, before we say goodbye? Super excited for the sports uh, sports section this Thursday. It's going to go crazy. Um, super pumped that we're starting to get more guests on the podcast and just kind of incorporate that. Um, and yeah, it's been it's just been such a joy. This is our tenth episode. 
Um, or is it coming our, up? Yes. Yeah, coming it's up. gonna be our tenth episode. Yeah, on Thursday, and that's crazy that we're already at ten. Um, like it, it's been such a joy talking to you guys. But um, yeah, I'm proud of us for keeping the episode as I feel like we've done the most talking this episode, but we've done it in the probably one of our shorter if not one of our shortest episodes, that's pretty epic. <laughs> Proud of that. But yeah, guys, it's always a pleasure. Seriously appreciate even one listener is enough for us to keep going. Um, so you already know I'm Thomas Hicks. And I'm Brandon Matula. Matula. We will be seeing you guys Thursday. Peace, y'all. All right. Ready? Dun, 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 dun. Three, two, one stay, stay hot my, my friends my friends gosh <laughs> back to the grind we got to get this again we got yeah, it last i know episode but uh we'll get you it guys have day. a great week uh we'll see y'all on thursday be ready for the best sports episode we've done peace y'all